Yo, welcome back to the Rancher Network Podcast. We're super excited. We got another special episode, but it's your boy, Yak. It's your boy, T. We're super excited because not only not only do we have another great episode, but we want to thank y'all for giving so much love to the channel, man. We see all the comments and all the guests that have been on here, man. They're so appreciative of all you guys' comments, man. We didn't know how big this culture was and how big this group was yeah. until we really started seeing the love. So thank you all so much for subscribing, for liking and sharing everything, man. Not only were you guys sharing these videos, but you're sharing someone's perspective in life. And I think it's really important to make sure that these people are heard and that we can make a change going forward with something, man. Especially for you youth out there that are really trying to trying to make it out. Well, I want to introduce my boy, Alonzo, man. Alonzo is someone that we came across and had a story that, you know, we haven't heard just yet. And so we're super excited to bring him on. So let's give Alonzo a quick little round of applause, yo. Let's go. By the way, we have an audience in here, so he has some family in here. So it's pretty dope to see them here to support mm -hmm. and listen to a story. So to get things on, first, thanks. Uh, thank you for being here. But we want to first kind of start off, you know, the, the upcoming, right? Um, how it was, you know, where'd you grow up? I guess is the first question. Where'd you That's grow good. up? South Central Los Angeles on the east side, called the Low Bottoms in the 40s. On oh, 40s? And in the, on the west side, on 73rd and Hoover, 51st and Hoover. 53rd, you know, but mainly on the east side. So all LA base. Yeah. So uh, I guess what was that like? What was that like growing up? You have dangerous <laughs> family. What was family like? Great. Yeah, so I didn't have my family. I wouldn't be here. So I didn't have no dad growing up. So my mom was my dad. So I'm trying to be a better kid. I'm trying to treat my kids better than my dad did his. You know, when I got out um, for 29, 30 years, my dad died when I was five years old. Hmm. You know, he used to hit my mom, you know, he overdosed on heroin, you know, and, and died, oh. you know, it's like, I had a lot of anger and, and resentment and, and hatred in my heart over the years. He never oh. taught me how to play catch, tie my shoes, or bring me a bedtime, you know, like That's the wild. fundamentals mm -hmm. of life, you know, I had to yep. go to the streets and rob and steal and do other extracurricular activities, you know, so, and that's why I, you know my life you know turned out the way it is you know but for the most part I'm I'm, I'm here today so and we want to get to that we definitely want to get to that mm -hmm. did you have siblings as well or yes. like it was so it was just you I'm and your mom or you and your mom six and total six six siblings the baby boy wow the fifth so, so you're, you're the pretty youngest? much the youngest yeah no I have a little sister named Whitney she's um she's uh, under me I'm the fifth she's the sixth did you what kind of uh what kind of trouble did you grow up with um a lot of you know a lot of individuals growing up out here you know they grew up homeless or you know really struggling for food and things like that i mean did you have any kind of struggles like that to that point i, I went to go rob <laughs> steal and do other extra you know i went to go get it you know crawling through doggy doors you know mailboxes you know when i i, I grew up breaking in houses you know flocking that's you know but that's what i was doing you know robbing celebrity homes and stuff like that and providing for my family you know so that's why i've been going back and forth to you know i've been a juvenile hall um since at since 11 I'm 39 now I've been a uh, all the juvenile hall I've been a camp nine times um, California Youth Authority three times prison seven times so wow. that's some shit uh, um, question what at what age did you say that you're like you know what fuck it I'm gonna go out there and get it like did you start 10. you know 10 that's when I that's, that's, that's uh god damn you took the training wheels off fast huh that is young that is young so 10 o'clock what was my, it got tired of wearing my sister clothes to school so okay yeah go get it you know Where, how'd you how'd you get into that lifestyle though where'd you learn that from just you know my environment you know just the way i don't know it just happened you know 
product of my environment. So I can't blame nobody but myself. You know, mm-hmm. I was just mad at my dad over all these years. When I got out, I never he was at he's at Evergreen Cemetery. I took my family. We all went there to, you know, um, to visit his gravesite. I took my daughters. They never met their grandfather. You know, and I, I I've been having all this resentment in my heart all these years. I, yeah. I, I hated him. You know, so I, yeah. went, I made my peace. Told all my family moved. Just me, my mom. You know, and I laid in the dirt with my dad. And I, I cursed him out. Not you know, but I forgave him. You know, have, you have to have forgiveness. In order to move on so i forgave him you know and i let him know that's all this bad stuff going on you know people getting hurt people getting robbed and stabbed and you know because you weren't there to teach me the the right things you know what i'm saying but for the most part I, i'm grateful so i'm a three striker I, i've been shot stabbed i've been jumpy with bats i have been through everything so damn well, yeah, yeah, with four ten, years ten, ten four o'clock. years into 12 um catching case at the case um you know uh, gbis nope. with weapons and stuff like that you know you know Shit, okay, no, we'll, we'll definitely yeah, touch on exactly. that. Exactly. Um, so leading up to that, 10 years old, you're out there in the street. When, when's like the first time that you said or you seen a lick or something like that where you're like, fuck it, I think this is it. I'm, I'm going to go out there and get it. Like what was that incident like if you remember? The lick? Yeah, or, or whatever it was. Uh, you know what I mean? It was, a, goodie, it was a guy named um, Mr. Nelson. He had a goodie shack, you know. I used to. Didn't have money to go in there, to, you know, to play the video games, yeah. and get the candy and stuff like that. So when he shut it down, I went in front of the roof. I cut a hole through the roof and went in there, took all the candy and yeah, you was awesome. yeah. Yeah. Awesome. high tech. Yeah, yeah. Right that's, that's what I do. That's Ninja what I used over to here. do. That's not a part. That's my not my life uh-huh. no more. But that's you know, mm-hmm. so. no, hundred percent. So that so you kept doing that. What 11, 12, 13? And, till, shit to two thousand eleven. Like okay, so those younger uh, younger days though, did you get busted at any point in time? Which I'm, you say you did. What was the first one that you're like, oh shit, cops pulled up or whatever? Uh, my first time going to jail, I was on my way. My mom moved to Palmdale, Lancaster in 2000, no, two, was it 2000? No, 95. And I was on my way to school and tried to break in the house and people was in there. I, had, I left my backpack, so they identified me and I ended up going to jail. I was 11 years old. I did a camp program and that's when years old yeah, 11 i did yeah from there that's crazy we hear some young ones but 11 every, yeah. damn every camp moms Hall, gonzalez afterball uh, resnick scoby mcnear uh, uh mom uh, everywhere so so mm-hmm. been a long time so you know why i've been a yts nellis uh paso i hit damn near every level four 180 level threes you know just you know, it's like I feel like I'm institutionalized. My mm-hmm. family they try to put a lot of pressure on me. They don't know what it feels like to be mm-hmm. in the like in the cage. You know, it's feel like my body is on the street, but my, my mind is still in prison. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. is it's like I just did 12 years, and it's a lot of pressure going on. I don't want to go back to that same lifestyle because they don't they don't understand what I've been through. You know, mm-hmm. and it it, 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 break, it break me down sometimes. It, it hurts me. You know, so. 100%. Well, and it's been happy since I've been out having all my kids together. My family's been the happiest time of my life. So, and and I'm grateful to be here. I'm glad y'all called me. You know okay. to do this. So I'm I'm grateful. So mm-hmm. it's a life changing experience. I'm really interested on like what was happening when you were breaking in. Like what were what was going through your house? Yeah, like oh, even well, at I that age, at eleven. I, if I couldn't get in, they had bars. I'm going through the mailbox. I go through the doorbell on them. You know, to get the money. You know, I crawled through a doggy door one day. The dog came to the kitchen like, "What the hell are you doing to my dog?" I said, "Show me where the money at." And he led me right where the money was Damn. at. So, yeah, I'm broken over about three, four hundred houses, mansions, apartments, uh, everything. So, cars. I did it all. Stole a lot of stores. I'm, you know, stole my mama rent money. You know, started yeah, wow. with PlayStation's, uh, 
uh, vacuums. I, you know, I, I've yeah. been through it all. You know, I put my mom and my family through too much, so it's time for change. You know? Would you, who'd you do all that with? I guess even at that age, did you do it by yourself, or you had your boys with you? I, I had some people, but a lot by myself. I like to do things by myself because I don't like, you know, I, it's hard to trust people. I only, I don't care about money. I only identify with loyalty and love. So when people, they, you know, they can't hold their weight in water. So no, I don't like to do things with people. So I hear you. Yeah, yeah. So, so after the first one. Um, Shit, what'd you think? What'd you say? The hall, I'm in the hall, you're in the camp, you're in the hall. So that, that ain't, you know, most kids, sometimes they'll be like, fuck that, I ain't going that route. Or sometimes they may be like, you know what, okay, I see myself doing this. What, what, what'd you think? You're like, this ain't nothing. Everybody always say, oh, I ain't never coming back. I ain't, you know, and I'll be back in, you know, a couple of months, you know, or whatever. So, you know, when you ain't got no money or no job or you don't know, no things or you know mm -hmm. it's hard you got to do what you got to do to provide for your family so by all means necessary and i'm gonna do what i got to do if i get shot killed or go to prison i'm gonna make sure my family eat you know so 100%, now 100%. I'm, i'd rather work a nine to five and you know mm -hmm. you know do the right thing so you were so young and you said you're basically a second to the youngest what was happening with your other siblings while you were doing this at that age what do they have going on well i got two brothers um it was in the lifestyle, you know, but I was, um, I was the knucklehead, you know. Of my family, I'm like the black sheep, so I did <laughs> some things I can't even speak of. So, mm -hmm. so that's, that's kind of like, what kind of, what'd you feel, I guess, even at that young age, knowing that you were the black sheep? Like, what, what were your thoughts? Were you trying to prove something to yourself or to other people or what? Actually, yes. Um, in 1994, I, I, was, I put on, I was a blood. I just wanted to be the biggest blood on the West Coast, you know. That's all I cared about was my hood, you know, mm -hmm. and the, the, my homies and, you know, but that's overrated, you know. Gang banging is, is dead, it's just it's stupid, you know. Like, you represent something that's a lost cause, you know. It's like, it's just stupid, you know. You're supposed to provide for your family and, and you do the right thing. You can't do wrong your whole life. You have to find some balance. You got to do, you know, you got to balance it out. You can't, you know, I, I mean, there's so much wrong in my life. I do good deeds for other people. Just not because I got to, because I'm nice or they taking advantage of me. Just so so I can feel better inside, you know, because I did a lot of stuff that, that, that you know, that, that messed me up, you know, so I do good deeds for other people. I hear you. It's only right. It's definitely only right. I you never crossed a man that didn't deserve it. <laughs> so you said you said you began. You're, well, how old were you when you became affiliated with, with Bloods? I was ten years old, nineteen ninety four. Oh, so you were ten. Yeah, You're already affiliated, right? There. Already in the in wow. the mix, huh? Yes. How'd you how'd you get in? Because I mean, I personally I hear stories getting jumped in or however. And back in that time, I'm sure things were way different. So what was that like? Did you get jumped in? Like what was so that? I jumped in. Uh, my my game. Uh, it was a small game. We started out as taggers, and we migrated to Bloods in ninety four and. My brother put me on, and it's, it's been after that. It was ever over, since, so. I've been lost ever since. Lost in the sauce. So so fuck. So camp after camp, you're going through that. And I know most of the time you're not gonna go to YA off the bat. So how many times did you go to camp before they said fuck it? Camping for them. The halls ain't for them. The compound. Camp. No five times camp. 
in order to go to Y, you gotta you gotta yep. step, you gotta build up unless you catch a murder or you do you know something you don't you know something serious and you go straight to Y, you get uh, M number or you you know juvenile life or something like that. Other than that, like just a regular burglary, you, you know. So if you can maybe touch on what's the difference between camp and YA? Right, please. Well, camp is um, how can I say this? Camp is like um, preschool. YA is um, gladiator school. I, I went to YTS, Heman G Stark Youth Correctional Facility, and um, <laughs> it's very <laughs> it's, it's very dangerous, you know there. And that's where, you know, I basically became an animal, you know, why At what age did you hit YA? I went to YA two thousand and one at eighteen. Damn, so for, was it like fresh eighteen YA or something is like that? Worse than prison. California Youth Authority no is worse than prison. What? LA County Jail, Men Central. If you can survive in Men Central, you can survive anywhere, you know. But Y is is dangerous. You know, so What so, makes it dangerous? Yeah. My bad. Well, it's a lot of racial uh, tension going on, um, riots every day, people getting stabbed, people getting killed. You know, it's like, if I got a problem with you, because since you're a Hispanic, if I do something to you, fight you, stab you, all of it, you know, it'd be 20 Hispanics and two blacks. If You know, it's two, uh, 20 on two. So, yeah. you know, you got to ride with your people, you know. So, and I done been in YA, I did three years in YA. I probably done been in about, I don't know, I don't know 60 riots. I don't know, I can't remember. Ah, oh, damn. So I just lost count. Every time the door opened, uh, hit with trays, and I don't know. So, so stepping in a YA, did you ever like uh, get the little pregame talk? Like, look, bro, when you get in a YA, this is what it's gonna be. I went. I was scared. You Nobody know? knew what my hood was, or you know, I I was scared when I had to get laced the right way, you know, and and from there, you know, I had to do what I had to do, you know. Did you think you learned everything you knew and already being in there? Or did anything help out? I learned. Did the camp programs the, help you? Like the camp, it, it built up to that. But I knew certain things already from the streets, you know, carrying guns and doing stuff. So, so I was already, you know. So fuck. That's a mission. Three years in YA. I mean, I'm over here trying to think. I'm like, no way he said YA is crazier in prison. Because, yeah. I mean, from the past like podcast that we have. Y number 87907. <laughs> it's like, it's, a, it's, a, it's just like, oh, prison's it. But nobody's touched about talked about right. YA, so I, I kind of want to hear the details of why you said rioting. But I guess when you first stepped in to YA, what were your thoughts like walking in? Like take us a little bit through that kind of stepping in. When did you know you're like 18, this is different? They, like, they well, give, when yeah. I first went to YTS, I went in. I didn't know too much about the racial the riot, so I went out. My first uh, day in the day room. Uh, the ride kicked off. I, I'm fighting with Bloods, Crips, Hispanics, white. I don't know who. I'm just fighting with people. Mm -hmm. So, and I didn't know what was going on. I'm, you know, so I had to learn. You know. Yeah. Uh, went from EF to Eminem, YNZ, um, WNX. I just went to all the buildings in YTS. The, uh, the Rock. You know, jumping over fences, barbed wire fences. You know, getting cut up. You know, I got bullet wounds all over. You know, so. Can you touch on what a riot feels like? Because right. every time you see it in the movies, it's like, it's like ah, everyone coming around. You got security guards taking out the batons. Like, like, like the Spartans. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. I'm just like, and I'm thinking, I'm like, I don't know if it's really like that. Like, I don't know if it's really worse or the security guards just let them do their thing. Like, when do they jump in? Like, what was that? Police not running nothing. When you're in jail, you know, the convicts, I can't say inmates because I don't identify with, I identify with convicts. It's the difference between the inmate mm -hmm. and the convict. An inmate listen to the police, a convict do what he want to do. That's so the politics. They run, that's 
prison politics. They do what they want to do. So, so police, they just cops. They just stop riots or people from getting hurt. You know, they do their job. They they they, they just mm-hmm. there to do their aid and hit the gate. So, so you're just swinging. Like when it was all like, going, you're swinging. You don't even you didn't even know. You find out after. Damn, you was from the blood. Scared. The or whole damn, time. he was like, yeah. really. Did so you that, get a chance to go to school? My fault. Oh, no, go school, ahead. Yes. School or anything, yeah, or because I know a trades, welding, um, uh, mills, cabinetry, uh, plumbing. Uh, this was in Y.A. Yeah, in YA, they had all that, YTS, huh? Uh, okay. Uh, the, uh, Damn. Uh, I was, uh, the blacks um, had to say this. Uh, the South Southsiders ran Y.T.S. You couldn't go in certain sectors, like sector two and three. Like sector three, you go back there, you're gonna get you're gonna get hurt. They got Damn. stuff like I can't even speak on, but you know, you go past sector one, you know. It's, you can't go past into that. So, did you learn that the hard way, or did he see someone learn that? I learned that the hard way. I went down that. I got assigned to a classroom, and I didn't care. I'm like, I don't care. I'm gonna go. I went and I got stabbed. Wow. By you know certain people. I don't. I mean, at Locus. I had. I, <laughs> I did something too. So, I'm not the only one that got stabbed. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did that feel like getting stabbed? And I say this because uh, you know, like you know, you don't you don't really ask that question. But what did it feel like to most people when they get stabbed, they run. You know, when you get when you fighting with someone with a knife, you don't fight the person, you fight the knife. You know what I'm saying? Most people when they hold a knife, they they hold it this way. When you fight, you pull the hold a knife to point that way, so you can fight and you can. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, so my first my first hold and I held a knife. It was pointed this way, and I stabbed myself up. No yes. way. I know. Learn how to make knives out of plastic bottles out of anything you know two brushes anything they melt it down roll them with shower shoes and dip it in the toilet make it hard and you know I, I, and, and, and i can't believe like at this point you haven't even fucking hit the pen yet this is still why you're still just bay it sucks right basically that's the you know the school before the the big you know it's like it's fucking crazy that you're already doing and maybe even touch on like there's grown men in there you could be 16 17 and you're in there with adults so there's no, adults yts is 18 once you turn 25, you can't be in uh, YA no more. You okay. either go, if you got an M number, you go straight to the pen, or or you, you go home. You on a, My 25th birthday, uh, the day before my birthday, I got parole. And I was only out for a month, and I went to call my first prison term for a gun. I went to Soledad State Prison, um, North Yard, Lassen Hall. And How long were you out from YA for? Like two months. Damn, two months after three years. All this, all this, all these, like, this place, the Y spot, is this, this is in LA or where is this at? Oh, um, YTS is in Chino. That's, Chino. That's the gotcha. gladiator school. But the most, the, da- the most dangerous uh, California Youth Authority is called Fred C. Nellis. Well, it's shut down now, but that's the most dangerous spot, so. So in- interesting. So I guess kind of getting out of that, going outside of Y, what happened as soon as you got released? What were you thinking before you got released? From why? Because you said you went to Good parole. Question, yeah. You went to parole after that, right? Yes. Okay. I, I wasn't thinking. You know, I didn't. I didn't have um, no plan. Um, I, I didn't care. You know, I just wanted to get out there and, and make some money, do what I needed to do. You know, do whatever I had to do. You know, so hurt somebody, rob somebody. You know, provide for my family, take care of myself, and that's why I kept catching case after case after case, and it's, it's sad. Like, and I'm. I've been through too much in life, and I, I just I deserve a chance at life. Um, I just want to live, man. I'm a three striker. If I catch another case, it's 25 to life. They're gonna have to kill me. 
I'm not going back. And I know it's a lot of people looking for me. <laughs> I could be here today, going tomorrow. I turned my life over to God. I uh, went to church last week, and they, the pastor said uh, something about being baptized. I went up there, and I sat down, look, baptize me. I know once you get baptized, your life changed completely. So the day I paroled from New Folsom in Sacramento, level 4, 180 C yard, building 4, the day I paroled, I got on the concrete, I kissed the ground, and I hung my flag up. You know, I'm always be where I'm from, but I'm not an active gang member. I'm a, it's a difference between a gang member and a yeah. gang banger. A gang member is just a, a, a member of a gang. A gang banger is, is yeah. the one that's going. You know, it's a, it's a big difference. So, gang banger is the one that's going to go do what he need to do and for his friends, his homies, for his hood or whatever. You know, to keep it you know alive and thriving. So, you mentioned that. When you got a YA, you weren't you weren't thinking about like positivity. But what I'm tripping out about, like after everything you said, getting stabbed and all that, you didn't have fear like coming back. You just went out like. No, not really, because um, I'm a part of something called structure, and part of my constitution, you bow down to no pair lungs. So, well, um, you know, like you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. You know, I'm a vanguard, so so whatever happens, it happens. So I'm not. You gotta die someday, so. I hear you. So this happened in Hawaii, where yes. you got into that philosophy? So getting out, did you ever think like, fuck it, I'm gonna go to college, I'm gonna go to school or get a job? That wasn't even, like, I'm gonna get it. When I went to Hawaii, I didn't even really know how to read and write, I, you know? I learned how to, uh, Spanish, I speak uh, Spanish, like, like 60% Spanish, I speak. Mm -hmm. um, I know about probably 400 words in Swahili, you know? Um, I know some stuff. You know? mm -hmm, I got mm -hmm. um, GD. I got a um, degree in business management, A day. I got all that in prison, though. So. Yep, yep. So I wrote five books. You wrote five books. Yes, okay, we'll, we'll definitely get into that. Damn, you know. Um, shit. So getting out of YA, you, you're like, fuck it. You jump right into the mix immediately, basically, right? So what happens when you get in the mix? When you start knowing that you know what the only outcome is a pen or, or not YA anymore. So when did you kind of like that start taking place? Well, why does something to a person? You know, whoever designed a, a prison, the cells, the way how they got you living in a bathroom. They it's like they treat you like a like you an animal. You know, they feed you through tray slots, and it's like you got little windows and the bunks. I, I haven't. I, I don't sleep on mattresses. I sleep on a bunk. You know, mm -hmm. and um, it it, it 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 does something to you. You know, like it it, it turns you into an animal. You know, it's like. You know, with all the violence, it's nothing but violence, you know, all around. Every time you come out, it's violence. It's, 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 it's a race rise, you know, cripping blood rise, you know, yeah. but mostly race rise. So that's why I learned everything I really know is from why. So, so, so you just came out super aggressive. You're like, yes, not, not even. I went in, I was scared. You know, I, I was already building my way up from, from um, juvenile hall to I've been a placement. Um, then to YA and you know build it up. So I was I was already you know I was already in the streets you know okay. already got shot already and shot people already and did things I wasn't supposed to be doing you know that I can't speak on but you know I, I was already in the game. So mm -hmm. so so at that point you don't you don't go to the pen. You're catching what county county lids or something like that. I never had no county lids. All terms and um, cases. Okay. What are county lids? County lid is um, you know you. Probably catch a gun case, they give you county lead, you can do like a, a year months. flat, basically. Yeah, a a year couple flat, months. You do like yeah. four or five months. You know, depends if it's crowded or not. 
down just like that. Yeah. That's what they go based All on. Yeah, pretty That's much. crazy. Mid Central, mm-hmm. Twin Towers, Waist High. Shit, sometimes I'll give you a year and you'll do what? Fucking three months, yeah, two months out of that? Days. Two days. Two days, <laughs> even. Yeah, it depends the on the economy. Your... So. Uh-huh. What? Yeah. Shit, so you didn't experience any of that. You go, so you go, what, straight to, to fighting a big ass case right after? Essentially? Uh, yes. Um, in the county jail, uh, I, I mostly went for, you know, guns and, you know, burglaries and, you know, doing stuff. But while I was in there, um, caught a couple, you know, in house okay. and stuff like that, you know, people that, you know, that, you know, GBI's being life, yeah. GBI, great bodily injury or SBI, serious bodily injury. You know, they been to the dungeon, you know, that's um in Supermax, um <laughs> it's crazy. I guess what got you there first though? So what got you into the county jail? What incident is like the first my first time? Yeah. The county, um attempted murder. Oh wait. So that wasn't even like, God damn, you went straight into it. Like that's a big ass case to be fighting. Yeah, I got you know. shot at seventeen, so you know, I, I was pronounced dead for uh, one minute thirty six seconds. Um, I woke up in the ICU. What? A doctor named um, a, a white lady named Jennifer Lane. I woke up. She said, "I don't know what you got going on in your life." She said, "But you got angels watching over you." She said, uh, "God got something in store for you, so you need to change your ways." And once I healed up, you know, I went back up there a few months later, and I gave her some candy and some roses, you know, so. She saved my life. All the other doctors gave up on me. I was pronounced dead, and she kept fighting, and you know, and she revived me. Jennifer Lane. So if you're watching this, thank you. Yeah, I owe you. 100. So. Shout out to Jennifer Lane. Real Jennifer. <laughs> Man, wait, you were how old when that happened? 17. So yeah. oh, that was before you went to Hawaii. Yes. Wow. And so then after that, you said you had got out. You're on parole. Question about parole, real quick. Was that helpful for you at all? Being on parole when you got out. Like, did you feel well, it's like two different kind of parole? You got regular parole and you got high risk parole. I'm, I'm on high risk parole. I always had high risk parole because of my cases. Mm-hmm. High risk parole, you do anything, um, you hang with gang members, you, you go right back, you know. So, I'm treading lightly so I won't be heard but yet understood. I hear you. Yeah. Shit. Well, okay. So I guess we can jump into, um, what led you to the to the twelve year bid. What's the lead up to that? Oh my God. And again, just go as far as you, you know. I robbed a celebrity. I'm not going to say his name, but mm-hmm. I broke in his house and um, the safe had a tracking device on it. And, no way. Um, um, a certain. <laughs> I took the case, so. And I went four years and I just turned that into. Um, my co-defendant is on. He he went to the street, so I I took the case. So. Damn. Okay. Okay. So I kind of get where that's going. Um, so whatever happens, there's that you go hit a lick basically, or now what they call flocking or whatever. Yes. Um, I'm original shit, shit, shit doesn't go too well. Safe. I never heard that in my life. That's crazy. A tracking locks, thing in a safe. In a safe. Everything. Alarm deactivators. Uh, um, glass cutters. I I do it all. You know. I used to work at um, um a, a locksmith. So you learn all the damn. That's yes. crazy. Did you do that on purpose? I do. I did that so I can get money. I was gonna so, say, you know, you gotta what? be very bright to fucking say, yeah. you know what? I'm gonna go learn a trade, basically. That's yeah, to crazy. be able to, you know, yeah. make my your hustle even that much. I was a professional. You know, a thief. professional. Yeah. So you did have a job though. Like my were, job was stealing. The purpose of the job wasn't to Shit. to actually make a living. It was to 
to rob like, to make to, it to better fly. at his profession which was, only, you know that's my only, my my only objective was to take care of my family that's why you know make sure my family is mm-hmm. you know I, I took care of everyone else's needs before I even took care of my own you know so now it's time to take care of me and my, my babies you know so worry about myself now you know I got too much going on in my life so Everybody putting all these limitations and restrictions on my, you know, don't tell me nothing. Y'all don't know what I done been through. So just let me live and, and everybody going to be all right. Yeah, you know, I'm 100%. not out here hurting people, robbing. I haven't did nothing wrong since I've been out. And I'm not going to do anything wrong, mm-hmm. you know. So, so I've been going on job interviews, you know, um, you know, going to church, you know, doing doing a Knoxbury Forum with my kids and going to bowling alleys, you know, doing stuff I never did before. It's crazy. Know? Real life nice, stuff. You Taking know. pictures, TikTok videos with my daughters, you know. Mm-hmm. Let them, all three of them, let them whoop me. You know, and then put it on their Instagram. You know, <laughs> your daddy been a bad dad. Spank mm-hmm. me. You know, so you know, I don't have anything to hide. You know, I don't care what people think or how they feel. I don't care what people think. It's what I think. What my kids and my mom think. So 100%. I don't care. So I have a question, real quick. When when did the the tat start coming to play? Um, ninety eight. First tattoo of my mom name right here, Audrey. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm a five dollar rock. Then my dad named Lolo right here, R.I.P. From there, all kind of different hoods and yeah, just kept going huh? and stuff whacked out. So, and the the your your head tats and stuff. When did that play? Um, on the last term, about seven years ago. Shit. So take us yeah, if you can, if you can take us to to the day that you got busted. Um, well, did they raid your house? Did no, they? Did no. they? Well. I robbed someone. Um, well, my wife bailed me out. I met her. She sold her car. I was in. She, met her for two weeks. She sold her car. Bailed me out for thirteen thousand. So I felt I owed her obligations. So Shout out engaged, to wifey. Yeah. Got her engaged. Married her, and I robbed someone for a hundred thousand dollars. Bought her car. We went to San Bernardino, and she bought her a, a charger, two thousand six charger, and and I seen my lick, you know, and I went back the next day and I got caught, you know, safe about $250,000 in the safe. I didn't know that the money was in the safe at the time, you know, but I got, I did a picture's motion, a picture's motion, and, and that's when your lawyer, you file a picture's motion, they tell you the contents of what's in the safe, you know, saltwater pearls, princess cut, box cut diamonds, co- coins from the 1700s, you know, stuff like that, and like almost about 200 and some change cash. Damn. Damn. So how how didn't you know what was in the safe? Cause they caught I you at know. the scene or leaving or something? No, you know, we was we was leaving. It was Super Bowl Sunday, 2011, um, uh, February 6th. You know, it was you know we seen them. You know, we leave and went in there, disabled the mm-hmm. alarm. You know, and picked the lock, went in there. You know, we just got the safe, went out. By the time we was coming out, he was coming. You know, so damn. Had to you know. What was it like? The movies, a bunch of fucking squad cars waiting for you. No, or something? He, he was, he, you know, uh, I had a police scanner, so I knew that they was coming. So, oh no, uh, that's, that's know, fucking crazy. Structured, organized, so I knew that it was coming. So we came out, you know, hopped in my car, you know, and tried to put the safe in the trunk in high speed chase. Uh, left one car, it was an undercover cop, um, and a, a Porsche. And I had a, a Monte Carlo. I was driving. And I'm, uh, co-defendant told me to slow down. I tried to turn. I hit a pole and a, a crash, airbag, all the jury flying everywhere. And the engine fell off the hood and, you know, foot pursuit. And, you know, and I seen him wrestling with a pig and, you know, and I, you know, ran over there and did what I had to do, you know. Hit so you hit the pig hit up, fuck. You know, and my co-defendant, you know, whoever he is, um, 
got away and, and I got caught. So didn't say a word either. <laughs> so your cold D got away that same day, huh? Yeah. That's love. You basically took it for for him for somebody to get away. I took basically, it for me. yeah. He, he didn't do nothing. I I did it. So That's right. He, he ain't got nothing to do with it. I, I took it. So. Damn. Okay. So you had to do it again. I do it again. So. That's fucking crazy. That's deep. What were your thoughts? I mean, when like, were you thinking at all when you was running? Like, were you having flashes? Like, fuck, this is it. I was already out on three different bills. I'm already out on high risk parole. My wife kept bailing me out and stuff. I'm living lick to lick, you know, hundreds of thousands of buying party buses and jewelry and fast cars and looking out for everybody and just, you know, just living lick. You know, it's like when you. When you don't work, when you work for your money, you spend it wisely. When you when you steal and you, you do, you, you you don't care. You have to respect money. If you don't respect money, you, you you're not gonna have money. You know, if you right. respect money, you gonna you cherish it. You you gonna you gonna have it for a long time. I didn't respect money, but I respect it now. No, so. I like that. I like that. So you had they had caught you, um, got you cuffed up, got you in a, in a squad car. No thoughts are going through. No, nah, actually. Um, <sighs> pig i went over there hit him a couple times I, I blacked out and other pigs start coming out you know try to jump a fence and you know and it's like in my head i'm thinking i'm fighting all kind of celebrity burglaries you know and, and i had a, a gun so it's like you say they're gonna have to kill me you know so i went and i took uh, people try to run in the garage people was home i didn't know they was home so they charged me with home invasion kidnap attempted murder on a, a police officer burglary damn. gun allegations oh. gang allegations um God, stuff damn. like that so they surrounded the place and you know try to send a dog in or whatever. I shot the dog and, and I, 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 I thought they was going to. I, I was ready. Bro, to this die. story is you fucking shot the crazy. Dog, bro. Yeah, I and I got what? the paperwork to prove it. So, well, how many counts is that? Counts. Well, when I that was in San Bernardino, I went to West Valley Detention Center, um, Unit Four. Um, I did a, um, a, um, a speedy trial. When you do a speedy trial. They got 10 days to give you a arraignment, and they lost, for some reason, they lost, and had a, a paid lawyer. All we got, Patrick Mahoney from the James E. Black Law, from the James E. Black Law Firm, you know, he's a Robert Shapiro cousin or something like that. Um, he took my case, um, and they lost my case, you know. They, they, they had to dismiss a lot of it, so I took six years, you know, um, no, four years for the case and two years for the gang allegations. You know, and I beat the attempted murder on a police officer, the home invasion. You know, they dropped it because they, you know, they lost my case. You know, they had to, they got a, there's rules and regulations and guidelines that the courts have to abide by. And they didn't, they didn't do that. So, so somebody, did somebody put you up on game about the speedy trial? Because that's a very I, I, fucking I know, smart I, thing to do. I know, the, I know the law. Good. So I, that is, that's basically giving your opposition not enough time to be able to get their case together. So he's yeah. basically said, I don't care about none of that. Take me to trial, and they have to. They basically have to present everything they have, scrambling out of their pockets, and if just After you know arraignment, you go to preliminary hearing. From there, it's trial. So, if you got a speedy trial from your arraignment, they they got to you know within I think it was thirty days. You know, that's fast. Something like our ten day, thirty days. If they I didn't go to court for like two months, so they threw a lot of that stuff out. I, you know, I was looking at hundred and fifty five years to life. You know, so. damn. What, like what? Like what happened when they when they told you that? Like what were you thinking? I cried, you know. I cried. You know, called my mom. I didn't talk to my mama, so cried. And, you know, my wife came out there visiting me, pregnant my with my daughter. She, my daughter was two months in her stomach, so it's like I, Damn. it felt like I, I thought I was never going to come home, you know. And even then, um, once I left there, I went to um, reception. Um, something happened, and I kept a GBI 
with a weapon. Went to Tehachapi Shoe. Got out. From there, I went to a, a level three a CMC. Um, convinced my wife to bring in marijuana. For a while, she got caught bringing it in. I stood up in court, took the case. From there, I went to the hole, and from there, it's been all level four 180s. So, from level four 180s, I kept catching, you know, people that hurt innocent kids, you know, women, you know. I got paperwork, you know, that charges that mm -hmm. I had, GBIs with weapons, you know, shoot term, you know, four with 80, four with 86, you know, stuff like that. So How many uh, points did you have? That ton of points. Jesus, that's a whole shit ton of Jesus, that's a real level four. <laughs> level three is 59 and under. Oh, right. Yep, 16 up is level four. Okay, yeah, we touched on that last podcast, yeah. so check that out, y'all. But 180 um, is the highest level you can reach, maximum state prison. That's a only one percent is going home. So like, people, they don't only one percent go home. Yeah, like one or two percent. Damn, lifers. So yeah, you can imagine all the dudes with heavy sentences they get sent up because it's no maximum. fist fights, no yeah. fist fights. Probably only seen about ten, ten fist fights. Um, you talked about like your family seeing, you know. Your, your daughter well it's not seeing your daughter but you know your girl being pregnant and stuff like that kind of walk us through those feelings because a lot of the a lot of these cats i mean they'll sit they'll see these you know these the family and stuff but they won't take advantage of it or they don't think about really the big picture so i want to hear your thoughts when you will see like your pregnant girl or where you saw your family like what was going through well my wife stayed in uh, carson at the time um she had to go drive all the way to San Bernardino every week to see me, put money on my books, packages, you know, money on the phone. She never denied me for anything, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm obligated. So, you know, it's my wife and I love her, so did everything for me. So well, that's what's up. put her through a lot, so put my Still, still wife her. today? Yes. Damn, that's a blessing. Damn. Can we, get a, uh, we need a clap for that one. Yeah, Cheers for, real. for that. That's crazy. <laughs> um, I respect that, man. For hell real. yeah. I respect that a lot. So, so you ended up getting initially six years. You said, yeah, four for the crime and two for the gang allegations. Okay, so now you're you're past reception. Some shit happens. You end up in Tehachapi Shoe, yeah, or just for a building two group yard for the Bloods. Uh, building six, um, um, yeah, you know, playing handball with my homies and stuff like mm -hmm. that. You know, um, from there, I, you know. And at this I've point, been every shoe except for Pelican Bay. Damn, been every level four except for Pelican Bay. So every level shit. three except for Chuckawalla and uh, um, 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 another one. I've been every one. Never been to level two or level one. Just level threes and all level four, one eighty. No two seventies, all one eighties. All up the coast. What was like being affiliated going to to this transition? Going to those level fours, like you know, being affiliated, like you were. I'm sure you were really deep in that. I'm a part of a, a prison gang, so it's like, um, it's like I'm a, a bulletproof vest for Bloods. So if something happened with my homies and I'm not there when the doors open, I, I'm obligated to do what I got to do. And that's why I've been catching time and, you know, sex offenders hitting the yard and raping mm -hmm. innocent women and kids. And, and I, I, you know, I'm taking care, I'm getting them off the yard. So, and I got paperwork up front to prove it. So. I hear you. Yeah. That's intense. I mean, level four stuff is one thing, but then you mentioned earlier, like being in the dungeon or something like that. Oh, that's uh, Supermax and uh, Wayside. It's um, it's a real dark, it's lonely Straight down Straight dungeon, the concrete. Out. Oh, man, it's 
there's no lights. It's dark. The hallway dark. If you're on your door, they're going to give you extra time. They feed you juke ball. You don't eat regular food. They give you bread and carrots and beans and, and dog. It's dog food. I wouldn't even feed it to my dog. It's a dungeon. You flush your toilet next door, the boo-boo going to come up naked. It's, 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 Damn, it's nasty. What? I was like, you were living in the 1700s, <laughs> it's man. It's, it's the dungeon. That I, was I've during those there, sentences. Yes. That was in between. I've been there about mm-hmm. eight or nine times. Supermax, yeah. And it get, what gets you in there? It's like just. You know, enemies, you know. Enemies. And it could also be shit. You just, the cop right, just, yeah. you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. You're no, wearing, just, you got extra laundry. They don't care. They're, it just depends how they wake up. But definitely, it, it's you if you're active, laundry, you know. Yeah. yeah. Pruno, stuff like that. Extra Knives. laundry. Yeah. What do you mean by extra laundry? If you got like if you got when they do a laundry sweep and you got extra laundry, they just need to hold for that. Like extra it, shirt. Yeah, you're only if they say you're only supposed to have two, you're yeah. supposed to have two. You know. Yeah, they, yeah. I've been yeah. to the hole before, extra laundry before. Yeah. That's so wild, it's from the highest sense. things from having a sh- having a, whatever a little a blade or having anything or getting into it or from like I said having an extra pair of socks or fucking. I don't use a blade when you blade a person you, you devalue. A man, you you don't you know you don't hit a man with a blade. You you, you hit him with a knife. You know, you, you devalue a man when you hit him with a with a razor. I hit people with a razor before, mm-hmm. you know, but you got you got to answer up to that when you go certain places. So, so where'd you get that that uh? So that's schooling right there, and I, I'm familiar with it a little bit, right? Um, from wherever you know, from from my folks or whatever. Did you get that schooling once you touched the hole up there? I already had the school. You already had that since since YA. Yes. Because, you know, most of the people learn all this stuff from the shoe. Once you do whatever, an extensive amount of time, you're gonna they're going to either put you up on game or you're going to read a lot. You're gonna, that's where you study the culture, the language. Mostly from the shoe. So so what was it like in uh, Tehachapi Shoe? So you had been to the hole in the county in, in YA. What was it like fresh off a of reception landing at, at Tehachapi? Well, first... Um, I was working out in the county jail. I blew a groin muscle. They didn't want to give me um, medical attention, so I tied a sheet around my upper thigh at night to lessen the pain. I woke up in the morning. My leg was purple. I had blood. I got blood clots. I'm a real blood. I got my leg. Left leg is twice the size of my right leg. So, and um, I go to Tehachapi. Um, end up in a building. Um, a white. When you a, a white man, and you run with the blacks, that's like a, a slap in the face mm-hmm. for the for the for the. It's, it's the ultimate disgrace. And. Um, they 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 gonna they they try to hurt you you know mm-hmm. the, the whites in prison um, is the most dangerous card. There can be two of them on the yard, you know they're the most dangerous. They play with nine inches or better, you know. And if they get one of their people off the yard and they don't kill him, when he get out the hole they gonna hurt him, you know. So they real racist. One um, dude came in the building, they got him, and the blacks proned out. All the black they didn't help him. And that's because Homeboy came in repping probably a black gang, yes. and the whites weren't cool with that. Yes, that's and so that's race. that's where that comes through. When I came out for Pill yeah. Call, huh. yeah, better believe it. I went was he shoot. from your car? Is that no, is that he was why? A crip. He was a okay. crip from IE Project Crip. I got at the blacks. I, I you know and told him in the day room what's going on. You know, I'm a part of a prison gang, so any bloods, you know, blacks, and any racial convoy, I have to activate. So when my door opened up. Got at my boy, Lil Threat from Insane Crip. If you watching this, what's up, my boy? And, and I caught a GBI, and I went to that to be sure, and, and caught four years for that. Caught four years from that one. Damn! How did how how does that feel, knowing you're just barely starting your sentence up there, and now you just get added on immediately off rip another four. That is life, man. So 
it's like that's how it is when you when you brainwashed as a child, you know, mm. and it's just like you just you train to go, like you you don't think, you know. And at the time, I was a reactionary, you know. You know, when you're a reactionary, you know, you, you just act, you know. You're supposed to think, you know, before you act. You, you know what I'm saying? I, mm -hmm. I was a react, you know. Oh, I just acted, you know. So that's what got you there. So I guess that that transition, or when did you hear that you got those extra four years? Like when did you find out? Um, well, I did. They gave me a 24 month shoe. I did. I think about. 17 months, it was aggravated, so I already went to the shoe, so they gave me an additional four months or 16, I mean, like 23 months. And from there, um, I got a, I was a shoe kick out, and I went to CMC. You know, CMC, uh, San Luis Obispo, you know, uh, nice, soft prison, you know. People, police know, they tell everything you do, you know, the police know everything, so. It wasn't my kind of prison, but it's the best prison place to do time. They got funny money. They got um, 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 uh, golf court. No, not a golf course. Uh, tennis, the tennis racket stuff. Mm -hmm. They yeah. got. Uh, um, uh, Heard they got ice cream. The beaches right yeah, there too. They got too. Um, mini canteens. They got. You can go from one quad, and there's four different quads. You can go from A quad, B, C, and D. Go play basketball, football. You know, it's like it's Damn. a big hospital. You know, Damn. So, yeah, what I'm is in this? The like yard with Ch Charles Manson, crimey, uh, the the Onion Field killers. Uh, Charles Manson crime, they had a, 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 a um, 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 what is it, um, a, a, a money on his head, but I didn't, I, I couldn't collect mm. the bounty, so I was going to get him, but I, you know, why do it if I couldn't mm -hmm. collect the bounty? But I was on the yard with him, um, a few people, big trade from uh, the East Siders, you know, I walked the yard with them, so from there I went to High Desert State Prison, CR, DR, uh, from there it was Z Unit, uh, uh, shoe terms. Uh, and, and and that happened because um, your points got boosted while you were at CMC. Yeah, no. When I was at CMC, I had fifty nine points. Um, I right there. Caught bringing in marijuana. Um, I got away with it for a few months. I shouldn't have did it, and you know she got caught. I wasn't charged with anything. You know, put it. She it took my baby for three days, and I yeah. wow, I was hurt. So I wrote an uh, uh, form twenty two to squad. This, you know, and I told him, you know. I brainwashed her. I manipulated her to bring that up there. You know, I stood up in court, told her, you know, the judge, you know, give me the four years and her time included. You know, so she should not be held accountable for my actions. You know, so I took the case. Damn, that takes took a four lot, years. Man. Man. Yeah, mad respect for that, for real. That's for sure loyalty right there at the end of the day, man. So you kind of took advantage in a way where it's like it was simpler to do things here. So I'ma see what I can make happen. Yeah, I took advantage of you know the situation. So it's like you know. I owe that. I'm a real lawyer, a lawyer person. So, I'm curious, real quick, about the uh, Charles, Charles, or Charles Manson. What is it? Charles Manson. His disciple, crime. or something like that. Yes. Um, no, I One of those. There was a bunch of them on that case, right? I believe. There was a lot of. Them. There yeah, was some girls. Was a couple. Though. He wasn't nobody though. He, what tripped me out was Tex Watson. It was another one. He was a, a Christian guy. You know, he was. You know, there was a lot of CMC. Is it's, it's like a it's a rich prison. So it's a lot of celebrities there. Right. Uh, Suge Knight was there. He bought the prison there, helicopters and stuff like that. So, Damn. everybody got money there. So you know they got a swap meet there. You go buy cell phones, boomboxes, uh, uh, TVs. Yeah, they got everything out there. Food, whole packages, honey buns, whatever. You know, you're like living your own little city yeah, or something. Yeah, That's everything. crazy. They come out uh, twelve o'clock count. You know, I was uh, close custody count. Um, they sell burritos, tacos. You know, for ducats, like dollars. Duckets. Like real burritos, real, it's funny money or yeah, deep fryer. 
everything. Damn, the whole yeah. thing, huh? Yeah. Sounds like a better life in my life. That's crazy. Yeah. That's yeah. CMC, but if you're doing the wrong thing, huh, you better mm -hmm. keep it to yourself because they will tell. They told on me. The Bloods, you know, confidential informants, my own homies. No way. Yes. Yes. Wow. But, but you, you said there was bounties. How does that work, like those bounty stuff? I never heard about like bounty, people having bounties on them. Yes. How'd you hear about that? You just like, they tell you like, uh, yo. Just through the grapevine, you know, you know, cause you know, what he, he heard a lot of innocent, you know, women and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I heard about the bounty and, you know, I would love to get a couple of million dollars, you know, for a quick sticking. So, no, but I didn't know who to collect it. So I didn't, I didn't do nothing to him. So. That's what I'm saying. That's what I was literally about to ask. Like, how do you even get that money? Like, when do you even That's get so it? Crazy, who who yeah. does it go to? Like, you do the bounties, like, all right, I did it. Mm -hmm. All right, well, I ain't got no big count. I don't have no, or, you know, your girl or whatever. Like, how does someone collect it? I don't know, but I got friends up yeah. there that, you know, so. Could have made it happen. I can still make it happen, so if you get at me. So. <laughs> nah, <laughs> let's not do that. <laughs> right. So that transition, you went in, you were in the dungeon and stuff like that, too. You talked about the dungeon being this, like, like quiet place. It's the loneliest place on earth. You weren't, what were you thinking? Like the whole time? Cause I've seen videos where people are on the dark and they just start going like shit. You're right, yeah, turning, you go crazy or you can better yourself. Or down. You and you said you were multiple times. They feed you once a day, they give you a, a big ball. It's called a juke ball. It's just <laughs> all food just made, just like, it's, it's worse than dog food, you know? And they, they feed you that and it's like, it's, it's dark, you know, you know. People sing a song. They, they sing a song called "The Song That Never." And this is the song that never all night long, you know. That's just that's just lose their mind back there, you know, in the dark. So. Did you start having thoughts a about long yourself? Long time. I did years back there for um, did months, weeks. I did years. I did a longest stretch I did in the dungeon was eleven months. God damn, that's a stretch. Two thousand six Supermax. Was that the last time you went in? Uh, into the dungeon, or you still went? No, that was so. Uh, real quick, the dungeon he is still county jail. Oh, this is still so, county yeah. Jail. So, I'm thinking, yeah. So, so county jail is probably even worse because you have no TV, you don't have access to anything. It's quiet. There ain't shit to do. Yeah. You're lucky if you get a book. You're still like scrounging up half-ass books. In the shoe, people live there, so there's a little. You have TVs, or somebody picks a radio or a TV or whatever. A um, little more livable, right? But but still solitary you're talking to the yeah. same people and then if you're sold up next to some weirdos that are yelling all night you can't it is what it is you know so yeah. that's the difference right between the dungeon which is county and then upstate so that you were in the shoe after the mc or what is that place called where cmc cmc mm -hmm. you're in the shoe okay the, so the land of the milk and honey <laughs> on different timelines for sure yeah um oh, so good. you went there that's so you went uh to the shoe after Yes, I went up to B Yard. Um, they got a, it's um, they got the hole is on B Yard. It's a B Quad. So I went, I did like 13 months right there in the hole. From there, I went to High Desert State Prison, C Yard, uh, caught a GBI with a weapon. From there, mm -hmm. did a 18 well, how, how long shoot. did it take to catch that GBI? Was this just immediately you were touching down and taking off? Uh, about nine months. Sally uh, of mine, um, one of my comrades, um, you know. Sex offender, you know. Oh hurt. man, thirteen, fourteen-year-old girls, you know, and you know, had to do what I had to do, you know. Mm -hmm. it took four years for that. That's in fact, I just um, that's why I just paroled for that right now. So. So was that the one where you're like, you know what, it's my last one. Let me parole now. Which one was I that? I always wanted to parole, but you know. Shit happens. No, no. You want to level four? You know, they don't really fight like that. You know, so 
people play with knives, you know, and I, I was making them, so that was my job. I was a sergeant at arms, so I had to do what I had to do before I bumped up. So Damn. You said a sergeant of all dorm? the on the yard. Of arms. About a thousand sergeant. knives. Any kind of knife, I, I make them. So. Damn. I, I didn't even know that's like a like a title you could kind of have out there. Like, well, it it, it is, and again, we we'll, we can talk about it, you know, whatever. But just to not put too, too much to put of that game out there, you like, know. Yeah. Um, but but because again, yeah, it's about a testimony, you know, whatever. But but definitely, those are some of the titles that come when you're in part of certain organizations or whatever. Um, so shit, nine months in, you're at high desert. You find out something happened with your celly, and now you're back to the shoe. Not even a year. Yeah. So now, so what's that shoe? Where, what shoe do you land in for that one? Uh, solid at um, O-Wing, a 215. Um, did um, 19 months on that right there. Uh, the suspended shoe. Went back to High Desert. Went to D-Yard. Um, got into a, one of my friends on the yard. We fought, and he beat me up, and I stabbed him, and I went back to the shoe. So, so you had a suspended and a whatever new? On that one, Damn, good stuff. So, so okay. So, what's the timeline looking like as far as your prison sentence at this point? How many years you got left on paper? Or? Well, I went in 2011. I'll probably get out 2013, and I barely just got out 15 days ago. So Damn, that's caught nine extra years. Wow. And two strike extra strikes. So you got out. When you when you got out, what, what what were you thinking then? You still weren't thinking like, all right, it's time for a change. Like none of that yet. Out the shoe. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I always thought it was time for change. I accepted God in my life. I just started reading my Bible. I pray every morning to this day, every night. You know, and I did a lot of wrong. You know, and it's like, you know, I, I, I believe in God, so I, I pray. You know, and I, you know, but things happen. You know. It's a part. It's my nature, you know. If something happened, I'm I'm not gonna prone out or run or you know. I'm, yeah. If something happened, I'm when you know, I gotta do it. I'm I'm gonna hurt somebody. You come my way or you deal, you know. I'm, I'm gonna do what I gotta do. So or it, I'm gonna get it, hurt. So. It never crossed your mind, which a lot of dudes do, is to say, you know what? I've been here X amount of time. Let the little homie do it. That never crossed your mind. Like it's their turn. Yes, yes, but everybody is. But you, 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 I mean, I can tell you have a different standard, you know? No, see, my organization, you know, when it takes years of loyalty and services to, you know, Hmm. to bump up. So certain things I was doing was to. Okay. Got you. Chasing a a certain path in there, you know, that, that's, that's. um, Yep. So after High Desert, you, you, um, or Soledad, you end up in the shoe. What happens after that? That those nineteen Back months. To high desert sea yard. So three times, God damn. Ride a blood and crib ride. Something happened. Dudes got hurt. Went back to the shoe. Uh, da reject. Got out. Went to D yard. Um, same kind of similar incident, but with the police. Uh, with the you know um, blood riot and a sergeant came. He beat one of my friends with a baton. You know, don't do that. Don't hit my, you know, it was over, don't, you know, and, and we rushed the police. So from there, they sent me to New Folsom. Uh, no, I went to SADF uh, 180 CR. Corcoran? Level 4, yeah. Building 5, yeah. Oh, you're going everywhere. You went everywhere. That's I'm literally like, everywhere. Yeah. everywhere. I was only there for three months. Got into it with the police there, and they sent me to New Folsom, uh, Sacramento, uh, CR uh, 180, Building 4. 
sell 208. <laughs> How many years do you, did you have in at that point? Um, when I went to New Folsom? Yeah. Um, 10. Damn, so that was already wow. kind of the end of the stretch, but 10 years. So I did two years there. Damn. And I just, um, um, when I was at High Desert, um, I was on the yard. They, the pigs, they went in my cell. Um, I had two knives and a mattress, and they found it. I went to the hole, and it was pending for, uh, they got three years to, it used to be one year. They got three years to pick up the case. It was pending for like 23 months. So, and by the grace of God, I, I got a deer reject like a week before my release date. Yeah. Damn, it don't. It, it doesn't get any better than I that. That's what the paper, actual um, DA reject, you know, in my mm. folder out there. So. What'd you feel that sign of relief when you're like, when, fuck when it? When the, the pig came in, I went to, you know, because I take blood thinners for my legs. So I'm at pill call. He come in. Alonzo Williams. Uh, uh, I got. Uh, I thought it was a 115, you know, for something, you know. Mm. And he said DA reject. I, I, I passed out. I swear, I fell out. They pressed the button, you know, when you, you know, for medical, you know. I, I was crying, you know. Wow. I'm knowing I'm gonna go home from here, you know. So it's like. All this time, you know, I, I fell out right there, you know, like, but I still had to fight the 115. When you catch an in-house uh, case, um, you still have to deal with the prison. If it's an A1 offense, it carries up to additional years. Even if the courts give you four years or whatever, you still have to deal with the 115 in prison, which uh, carry up to a year. So uh, the sergeant, he, he dismissed the 115 too, so you know, I came home. Damn. I came home. Uh, so you paroled from New Folsom? October 9th. New Folsom, level 4, 180, you know. And if y'all watching, that's 15 days ago. Yes. That's wild. Yep. Yeah, I mean, depending I'm, on the, the date this is uploaded. Be, but The day before I, I got paroled, um, uh, my neighbor, he was a, a wood, you know. Like, I'm not a racist guy. I love all races, but the white boys in prison, they, they real racist. And uh, my neighbor, he didn't, he wasn't financially off, you know, so mm -hmm. I, I said he gave him a burrito because um, he was hungry, you know. His his uh, people found out about it and they stabbed him and they killed him, you know, over a burrito, it's, it's crazy. Wow. Those are those horror stories you, you, you shit. And once you do Folsom and um, it's labeled as the most uh, dangerous prison in the state of California, but I beg to differ. I had to say high desert, D yard, C yard is all right, but D yard is just is dangerous, you know. So I've been on D yard three times, C yard twice, so bouncing back and forth. Pelican Bay too is is is. is I never been there, but. Mm -hmm. you know. To jump back real quick, because you had said like I've written five books and yeah. stuff like that. You were doing that during that whole time, or when were you writing these books? Yeah, good question. Sure. Well, I wrote books before, but I, I never huh. finished it. Um, what inspired me to write books my oldest daughter Anaya she started writing a book about growing up without a dad you know my, no you know, way being in prison you know and, and I heard about it my baby mom she she read it to me over the phone and like certain you know I and I, I cried you know because she had a lady when I was I spent one Christmas with her four years old I broke in the house around Christmas and I stole other kids Christmas toys to get to my daughter it was a ladybug and um, my daughter she said in her book that it's all beat up, the, the, the cotton is all ripped out, like she wanna throw it away, but it's the only memory she have of her dad. And I had to tell my daughter, like, I stole that from another child to give to you. I'm not gonna lie to you, you know? So it's like, you know, and, and she wrote a book and, and I, I changed the title to Baby I Understand. So for every, she wrote 12 chapters and for each chapter, um, I forgot the, you know, I, so far I uh, wrote five chapters and every chapter I wrote a, a poem um, 
responding back why mm-hmm. I've been living the way, you know, I've been living. You know, before he was born, I was already brainwashed, you know. So, you know, like, I, 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 don't, I didn't mean to hurt you, you know. So, mm-hmm. and, and I love my kids more than I love myself, you know. And it's like being away from them, you know, all these years, it's like, it, it hurt me because I, I, I never had a dad, you know. My dad was the streets, you know. My mom is my dad, so. Mm-hmm. I just want to be a father to my kids. Give my kids what my dad never gave me. So, so we, me and my daughter, we finishing the book. She's coming out here this week, you know, so we can go to hang out and you know finish our book, you know, because she's on her way to the Air Force, um, May of uh, next year. She's a valedictorian, straight wow. A student wow. in, in Las Vegas, and she's a marksman. You know, she from a thousand yards out, she will hit you right in the middle of your head. Seventeen That's wild. years old, <laughs> she got about fifty guns. She's licensed to carry a gun, and she's a wonderful. Very intelligent, beautiful girl, you know, and I miss her. I mean, when she left to go back to Vegas, uh, I cried, you know. When the bathroom cried, when the room cried, cause I miss my baby, you know. Yeah. I see how significant it is because I see yeah. it. you have it right here too, right? Oh yeah, I got her name right here, Anaya. Like, and the ladybug yeah. is right there oh, too the for y'all. Yeah, that's the ladybug that I, you know, that I stole and I told her, you know. Yeah, I got a butterfly of my other daughter, Lonnie. My lady, that's my ladybug. I think what's wild is that the connection that your daughter still had for you throughout the time of the whole time that you were gone, that she was still there and thinking about you and writing these books about you just amazes me so much because she was so young. Yeah, my daughter, she, she, she just, she missed her dad, you know, just going through things, you know, um, hurting herself, swallowing pills, you know, don't do that. I had to tell my daughter, being beautiful is this. It's not about how you look or how much money you got or what kind of jewelry you got on it. It's a feeling. It's a, being beautiful is something you grow into. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You don't just wake up and be. You can be the most beautiful woman in the world if your attitude is not right. Then that don't mean you're beautiful. It's just you got to grow into that. And I had to tell her, you know, this is. I miss my baby. You know, but she's very smart, very intelligent, and very beautiful. You know, and I just want to spend time with her before she go to the airport. And she's trying to stay till she. 36, you 17, I might not be, like, I didn't want to see my grandkids, you know? Yeah. Like, I might not be here, like, you know, so. But she's going to Texas um, out there, so uh, I'm not going to be in California too long. I, you know, I can't be out here like that, you know, because mm-hmm. I got, you know, people in certain places, you know, um, that um, this is looking for me, you know, and, uh, and I, I don't, I don't want to deal with the situation. I'd rather just go. So I don't want to hurt anybody else, you know. And I don't want to be hurt by nobody, you know. Yeah. So I'd have been shot. I got bullet wounds everywhere, you know. So it's like, I just, I just want to live, you know. I love how you said that, man. Just there's a big fucking difference between having to worry about shit and just living. You know, just living is a whole nother feeling. Some man. people say all oh, they, they this, they that. You know, real man. It, cry you know I, I cry all the time you know mm-hmm. you know I, you know i'm in touch with my emotions you know like you know i'm, I'm not afraid you know i'm not scared to die or anything but I, i'm living for my kids you know I, I, they I, I, they deserve you know they dad you know so but i just want to spend time with them you know get to know them you know yeah i like the other last night my daughter's in vegas and my nephew and my, my two daughters i Took him in a room. I, I read him a bedtime story. My dad, he's never read me a bedtime story. Mm-hmm. And I called my daughter on FaceTime. I read them a bedtime story, you know, and, you know, you know, just something personal for me, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing, bro. Like, I have never been read a bedtime story, no, you know. No, you appreciate yeah. that, yeah. man. Like, that's crazy. It's the little things that really go far. Yes. Small day. things that count. Yeah. 
it's it's hard to it's hard to do that for a lot of individuals, especially like yourself, because a lot of people don't know how to love. Yeah, like that's one thing, especially on myself growing a family. Like I didn't know how to love. And I get out um, prison. You know, uh, my first day out, I go to Denny's. People walking past, and I had a nervous breakdown. You know, level four, like when you bumping the people, like in you another race, like that that star stuff, and then like I. The cars is moving, the dogs is barking, birds is all this stuff is new, you know. The horns honking, it's like it's like I get paranoid. I, you know, it's like I just came from a level four 180. Like it's like it's just like it it's, it does something to your mind. Like you know, it's like and, and it's sad to say, but I'm institutionalized and I'm trying to get out of that mind state and then become a better man, you know, for my kids, you know. One thing, just know that it'll happen. But just like everything, man, it's gonna happen with time. You know you that that's time is that's it. Yeah. You gotta give it some fucking time. Um, Cause you've been out what fifteen days now. Yes, fifteen days. So Loving so it. that's fresh, man. That's so Shit. fresh. Eating good too. Yeah. <laughs> what's what's one of the the big things that you've eaten since you've been out? I eat everything. Like the one where you're like, asada, yeah, you know, okay. quesadillas, you mm -hmm. know, everything, mm -hmm. you know, burritos, you know, hamburgers, fries, shrimp, everything, anything except for soup, you know. No more noodles. No more noodles. <laughs> I won't, I don't ever want to see none of those. You know, a scene always comes to my head when someone talks about eating when they get out. Y'all seen Triple X, right? When he got out, yeah. and he was in the diner and he started just munching, like just going at it. I always I imagine that. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but this is pretty much how you explain it. It's like you just started. When I Go went to Denny's my first day out, the, the guy named Mike, he came and picked me up, and he, him and his wonderful wife, Yolanda, they bought me um, pancakes with, um, um, uh, like, cinnamon on it, like, swirls and mm. stuff. I've never had that in a burger with dripping sauce. I, I took mm. a video of it. Like, it was, I, I was amazed, you know. I haven't had this stuff. Like, prison, they don't feed you good right. food. You know, I, I wasn't eating prison food. I was eating soups, beans, rice, and oatmeal my whole time. You know, I, I didn't, only prison food I eat is the pancakes. That's it. Grand slam, huh? Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it's it's interesting because now I guess um, you're you're looking out now it, you're coming out right and you you're making this change. Um, what's part of that change? Like yeah. you, you talked about your, your your relationship with your family, but what else are you doing for yourself specifically? Not just family, but yourself well, to develop. It, it took a while for me to grow into manhood, you know, and and to accept God into my life and and, and change, you know, because you know. I, I don't want to be a bad guy. I don't want to do wrong. I don't. I don't care about no gangs or. I just want to be a happy guy. To take care of my family and and work and just do the right thing. You know. Mm -hmm. so, I done did everything else. That I did. I done did all the wrong and I, I keep getting caught. You know. And it's like I, apparently I'm not good at it. So I might as well do something else. Might, you know. So can't go any further at the top. You know. It's like I already done flipped the game. What more can I do? I don't want to go. I can't go any. I want to be on ground level walking. You know, I want to be dodging bullets. And, you know, I want to walk around with little dogs, you know, following me and listening to music or on the beach with slippers on, you know, stuff like that, you know. Like living life, you know, or feeding the birds at the park, you know, or going fishing, you know, or, you know, just little stuff. Going to the mall with my daughters or just hanging out, you know, like. Yeah. Sitting on the couch, I haven't sat on the couch in so long, or a carpet, or you know, I took my first day. I took a bath, a bubble bath. I told my mama, "Give me a rubber ducky." You know, I want the rubber ducky with the, with the bubble bath. You know, you know, like I'm a, like I was a baby. Don't play with the rubber yeah, ducky, man. <laughs> take, ain't no, you take showers. Mm -hmm. You know, like I, I want a bath. You know, I've been taking baths, man. I need, you know, wash this prison stuff off. You know, so you make me realize 100%. how much I don't take into consider, like how much I don't. Like, I'm not happy, or I don't take in consideration, like, I do this, but I don't take it into heart where it's like, 
this is such a blessing to be able to do this. And so when you say it like that and so passionate and like I see it, I'm just mm. thinking like got a lot of pain. Wow. A lot of pain, a lot of pain, hurt, agony, pain, tragedy. It's like it's a lot that I'm I'm dealing with in my family, but people don't they don't understand like what goes on in my life. That you only know certain, you know, things. You don't know everything, you know, just you know, just like just let me adjust, you know, slowly but surely. Let me don't put too much pressure on me, you know, because mm -hmm. that's gonna make me go straight and, you know, and either I'm gonna get hurt or somebody else gonna get hurt, or I'm, you know, because I'm not going back to prison, you know. So I'd rather just go to church, go to work, you know, and do the right thing. So, sir. So, so on that note, um, what's the plan? Do you got a plan? Do have you started thinking or scheming on some things? And and we deal with this all the time. And it's okay if you don't have a plan because that that's just the nature, got, right? Got, some I got, people. I got a plan. I got a plan. I got music. I got a lot of a lot of music. I got books. Um, uh, I got poetry books. I got a book. Um, um, my, I got a lot of books. You know, I got I got a lot of stuff. So. Okay. I got a book that I recently finished called Teardrops of a Thug. Each chapter is uh, is two teardrops. One teardrop is for the dead homies. The second one is for the retaliations. Uh, each uh, chapter is is um, a, a, another a lifer. It's their story. It's they, the mm -hmm. pain. You know what they the most tragic part in their life. Put it on paper. You know white boys, uh, his, uh, southerners, northerners, uh, bloods, crips, Asians. You know whatever hurt you in life made you when your mom died when you caught a life sentence when your son or somebody you know put that on paper i've got a book called teardrops of a thug you know so that's probably be the first book that i want to put out so shit and even that i mean hopefully this shit hit, hits the same traction that the last interview does somebody watching you know reaches out to us we'll definitely put you in contact if and it's I'm a publisher if it's too. you know I got good music we have, to throw, we have to throw the record deal first. Yes. So. <laughs> I was kidding. We're trying to. <laughs> um, but I guess to, to also sum things up, um, are you looking into like resources to to find a new path? Because a lot of individuals don't know how many resources are out there. Yes. Are you personally looking into resources, like yes. actual places? Yes, yes, yes. I've been studying, um, doing my homework. You know. Um, uh, researching. Now, I've been doing all, you know, going places, job interviews. I done been on like seven job interviews. Like, Damn. You know, I done been installing stuff, or digging up dirt in backyards, or plumbing, you know. Yeah, I've been doing, you know, doing the right thing, so. I, I like that because you're keeping yourself moving and, and doing things that, so you just continue to grow and develop. And I like that, man. That's and awesome. Felony is 25 to life. You know, you can have, it used to be three strikes. It's five strikes now. Three hard ones and two soft ones. You know, I got four strikes, so. There's no, there's no other option for you. You know, you gotta go in the positive direction. You gotta go forward momentum. Here, so. You know, it's a cemetery from here. So that's wild yeah. to say that. I think it's wild. Shit. Well, on that note, I mean, is there anything you wanna um, tell the camera, anybody watching out there, if it's any type of gems you wanna drop on a youngster that's thinking about some bullshit, you know, or something? Kids, boys, and girls, um, do the right thing, man. Um, don't do, use drugs. Don't get in the gangs. Mm -hmm. um, you know, piggyback off my mistakes. Um, you know, like, you know, some people they do things for the first time. They get a life sentence. Like people don't. I've been in all my cellies had life. They never coming home. You know, five life sentence. I've been in a cell with people that's been in 50, 60 years. I'm talking about real. I know real bloods. You know what I'm saying? I grew mm -hmm, up with real mm -hmm. names. You know, it's like, like, and it's like, just do the right thing. You know, go to school, um, get your straight A's. You know, um, uh, listen to your parents. You know, and um. 
just, just, you have to listen. You have to listen, pay attention, and then proceed, you know. Just do the right thing, you know, because anything else is, is, is it's not going to work, man. I, I tried it, and it's, 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 it don't work, you know. It don't work, you know. You're going to get caught, so just change. You have to embrace change, you know. Mm -hmm. Start now, because if you don't, you, you know, be a career criminal, you might not make it to see 39 like me, you know. I got a lot of my friends. I just, yesterday, I went to see my friend um, at the cemetery, my friend Sherman Boyd, you know, big nut, he was in the wall, you know. I broke down, crap. He died when I was in prison, you know, my best friend, you know, and, and it's like I'm tired of crying, you know, about what's going on in, in life, and it's like people die all the time, and it's like, and it's like I, mm -hmm. I don't want to be a part of that lifestyle no more, you know, it's like I, I just won't change. I don't care about no gangs. I, I care about my family and, you know, and just living life, you know, and, and just trying to help people, you know. 100%. I don't want to hurt nobody anymore. I don't want to get hurt by nobody anymore. I'm scared. You know, and I'm a man enough to admit I'm scared, you know. I'm scared of life, you know, I'm scared of failure, you know. I'm scared of failing my kids, you know. It's like, oh, my mom and my kids, you know, I owe them that, so. I don't owe nobody else no explanation. I can't nobody tell me nothing about life or nothing, because I'm a general, you know. My mom and my kids, they whatever they say, I'm, I'm going to do, so. Mm -hmm. I owe them that, so. I don't care about no games. I, you know, I go to church, I pray every morning, pray every night, you know. I, I'm not breaking the law, I'm not doing nothing wrong, you know, so. Guy asked me where I was from the other day. I told him I'm from Planet Zero. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I, you know, shit, I'm from Planet Zero. You know mm -hmm. where I come from. It's just, hey, I deal with aliens. You know, I don't beef with nobody. I don't, you know, all my problems is in the cemetery and on the SMY yard. So I don't care about nothing else. I don't have no enemies you know, with no nobody. You know, I'm just a family man. So. 100% change. Oh yeah, man. We we appreciate you being here for real and and talking about your story. You know, telling us a, a breakdown of everything that that you've been through, and not only that, but your progress too. We're super excited to see the progress, man. I'm sure you guys are too. Trying to see if we can get him maybe on another part too. You know, seeing so where he's coming at. Follow up. Have to. Exactly, and you know, fi this is 15 days out. Let's see. Let's see another 45. Or let's see. This like ain't even a half of it. Exactly. I'm saying it. So make sure y'all y'all like, subscribe, comment, yo. Thank you for tuning into the Rancher Network podcast. Your boy Yawk signing off on your boy T. Let's get Let's it, get man. It. Thank y'all, man.